What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. I'll give you $1,000. I'm not going to eat that egg. Why? Salmonella. What? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You think I'm going to eat that egg? I don't really understand the problem. I love salmon vanilla eggs. I think I can poison my constituents. Can I offer you a nice egg in this trying time? Uh, hello? Where did Bachelor Nation go? Am I mistaken or has one of the biggest fan bases in pop culture dwindled big time? You're gonna die laughing when you hear what The View is trying to pull off when it comes to finding a new conservative co-host. And imagine conning people into believing that you're a 9-11 survivor when in actuality, you weren't even in the country during the attacks. One of the craziest stories I've ever heard has been out there for a while. I didn't know about it until recently, but there's a reason I'm bringing it up today. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. I have a little bit of a conspiracy theory about Bachelor Nation. From the bottle or from the cup? From glasses. We can drink from the bottle. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a classy all the time, so. There we it's go. Fine. All right, show me what she All right, got. I get. Oh! far-fetched for me to think that ABC is paying influencers to say that they're watching it, you know, like paying for followers. I'm gonna make them an offer he can't refuse. I'm just getting weird, phony vibes about the fan base. I went from my entire friend group, coworkers, basically every single young woman my age watching the show, to none of us watching it overnight. And it wasn't something we even talked about or decided together. It wasn't like this, you know, concerted effort. We just got bored. We didn't invite each other over for watch parties anymore. It just... Ended. Actually, I take that back. There's always one really old lady who still watches. What do you watch, miss? The Bachelorette. Oh. Let's get the f- out of here. The latest season with Clayton Ecker debuted last week with 3.8 million total viewers and a 0.9 rating. That is significantly lower than their premiere a year ago, which was 5.2 million viewers and 1.3 rating. And even that was low. Hey, you hurt our feelings. We're a bunch of butthurt dudes who are gonna confront you slightly. Because of this, I'm curious if the Bachelor franchises may be seeking out mega influencers to try to pay them off to post about watching the show and generate buzz. You're telling me that out of flipping nowhere, people like Alex Cooper are interviewing Colton Underwood and tweeting that they're watching The Bachelor this season? I don't buy it, Slim. How much are they paying you? This made me laugh out loud. One of the worst shows on TV, The View, is struggling to find a conservative co-host because according to the New York Post, they don't want someone the ladies will hate or who can beat them in a debate. So basically they're looking for a needle in a haystack. It's not fair, it's not fair that like this is even something that I think anyone has to go through. Some of the temporary guests they've had on since Meghan McCain dipped have been Condoleezza Rice, who I do like, Carly Fiorina, Fraud, Ebony K. Williams, I don't know her, Cameron Eubanks, don't know her, Gretchen Carlson, don't like her, Tara Setmeyer, I don't know her, and former Trump spokeswoman Alyssa Farah. Two names being floated around for possible permanent host positions are Kat Timpf and Barry Weiss. Yeah, 
Uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. It's not that I don't like Kat or Barry. I do, a lot actually. But Kat is a libertarian and Barry is just a classical liberal who believes in free speech and isn't woke. Is it too much to ask to get a true conservative for once who holds their own? You're scaring me. Please. See, this is how the left operates. They scream and cry about how they have the best ideas, right? But when it comes down to it, they don't want to actually talk to any real conservatives because they would expose them as frauds immediately and completely call out their lies. You know who else is guilty of this? Rachel Maddow's producer. They just admitted that they didn't ever want to ask Congressman Madison Cawthorn for comment on anything because they didn't want him to ask to come on the show and potentially beat Rachel in a debate. I mean, look at Rachel. Does she look like she knows what she's talking about? May I make a suggestion for The View? How about Nikki Haley or Liz Cheney? I think you'd all get along fantastic. Birds of a feather flock to vagina. Get out of my vagina! I'm gonna take a gamble and say that the majority of cute conservatives don't know this story. I never hear people talking about it, and it's been a long time, so maybe people forgot. But I have to tell you about the woman who wasn't there. And I promise, there's a reason I'm bringing this up. Oh, oh good story, story time. time. Have you ever heard of a woman named Tanya Head? She's one of September 11th's most infamous survivors. Her survival story of being in the South Tower and crawling through smoke and flames on the 78th floor was one of the most terrifying accounts people had ever heard. She was one of only 19 people at or above the point of impact to have survived. And even crazier and really sad, her fiance Dave was killed in the North Tower. After 9-11, Tanya Head's story was everywhere. She was interviewed all over the media, invited to speak at colleges, and led tours for the Tribute World Trade Center Visitor Center. She was photographed with Michael Bloomberg, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, and former New York Governor George Pataki. Ultimately, Tanya Head became the president of the World Trade Center Survivors network, you know, for people who were there that day and then made it out alive. I was flying through the air from the impact. I was just flying. Then I remember the warmth from, from the explosion. I was smelling my own skin burning. We had all been through horrible things, but Tanya's was just heading shoulders above anything else that any of us had gone through. That day, I didn't just lose Dave, I lost myself. She had been in denial for years about her husband dying. By helping others getting involved, it helps carry your own burden. She was fabulous. I had many conversations with Tanya. She gave me a lot of support, like nobody else had. She went through so much, because she's a survivor. She's a survivor. Except, Tanya wasn't a survivor. She made the entire thing up. A New York Times reporter was going to do a story on her. She was frantic. My immediate reaction, why are you harassing this woman? She's been through so much. I realized that this wasn't just a piece, this was an investigation. They're asking all these questions, they're fact-checking. The Times keeps calling me, the Times keeps calling. She was no longer even connected to us as friends. She was so caught up in her own mania. I didn't think it was possible. It was a story that pulled you in. I felt mad at myself for even thinking that there was something amiss. Tanya is not who she said she was. I didn't want to hear it. There's nothing that she could ever say that will ever change the pain. This was totally shocking. I want answers. I want to know who she is. I need to find that out. 
There's a documentary on Amazon Prime called The Woman Who Wasn't There. And I don't know how I never heard about this story, but it's one of the craziest things you will ever try to wrap your mind around. Now, the reason I bring this up is because if you're interested in stuff like this, there's a new documentary that just came out called Misha and the Wolves that people are raving about. I could never make up this plot. If I did, somebody would say this is preposterous. This would not happen. I was so overwhelmed by this story. It's unbelievable. Misha is a Holocaust survivor. She's here to tell her astonishing story. You could have heard a pin drop. When she was only seven years old, she walked alone through Nazi-occupied countries across thousands of miles in search of her deported parents. This story had an amazing twist. I turn around and I see this magnificent animal. I felt no fear. It accepted me and protected me. I was thinking this would make a fascinating book. My agent said Disney wants this. Oprah wants this. That was the jackpot. We are heading into a monster bestseller here. She's so in my life a gold mine. It's an untenable position to be in. A cruel exploiter of an innocent Holocaust survivor. They came in with a massive judgment against me. 22.5 million. Ah, all of a sudden, flash. This doesn't add up. I needed to get to the truth. I was going through old records. I had no idea what I was gonna find. I was looking at names and places and dates. Something's wrong. She's trying to hide something. The lists of hidden children, they didn't have Misha. She didn't exist. I wanted to know who is this person that has ruined my life. And then came the next twist. La question pour moi était de savoir quelle était sa véritable histoire. How can this possibly be? She's both a victim and a villain in the story. You're welcome for the recommendations. I'll see you in my DMs telling me that I have impeccable taste. Don't be so dramatic. One more random recommendation. Have you tried this magic immune juice? I saw it at Whole Foods and I got it last night and it's actually very good. Tastes pretty much like orange juice, but it's called Uncle Matt's Ultimate Immune Juice with orange juice, elderberry, and zinc. Now, I don't know who Uncle Matt is, okay? He could be raging, BLM, lunatic, liberal. I don't know, I didn't look him up. I just like his juice, okay? Tastes great. I have no idea if it actually helps if you're sick or not. I am curious if any cute conservatives have tried this and if you did, if it did anything for you or not. Drink the juice. Please drink the juice. No! Today and tomorrow are the last days to get caught up on the spillover before the new episode comes out tomorrow at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. You can find out who the guest is tomorrow night. The fashion-loving conservatives will be excited for this one. Like this episode if you would squish Tanya's head like a little grape. Let me know in the comments if you ever heard of her story, if you'll be watching either of those documentaries, and who you think would be the perfect conservative to join The View. Then share this episode of Poplitics to your stories. Ask your followers if they've ever heard of this woman, Tanya Head, who faked being a 9-11 survivor. And don't forget to click save. That's like more powerful than commenting and liking or anything. The algorithm just loves that. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics.
Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.